Visible is a wireless carrier that is not invisible. It is pretty clear from the name, actually, radio waves are invisible. And I can say this with authority as a licensed amateur radio operator. That being said, Visible won't be giving you the power to see light outside the visible spectrum. It's actually way better because having that ability would make getting around very difficult and distracting. What you do get with Visible is unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You get one line of wireless, just $25 a month, which is great in these times of economic uncertainty. That is one line for $25, taxes and fees included. So whatever you're doing at this moment, please stop. Switch immediately. Now, monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Wir gerne sehen in was ist los. It's dein Freundo Seth. I'm learning German. Yeah, in case you didn't know what that was. That is me trying to impress you with the little German that I know. Right now, I am actually learning German. I took it in high school. I goofed off the entire time. I did some other language learning apps. They taught me things like where the taxi stand is and how to find a bus, um, but not a lot of conversational uh German. Thankfully, that's what Babbel is all about. Babbel teaches you language conversationally, which let's face it, that is what you want to know anyway. I don't know. When I was in school, you learned like how to count. You learned like the colors. You learned the shapes. Those are all important things, but they don't help you when you're in uh, like Cologne, Germany with Ein Nierenstein, which by the way is German for kidney stone, uh, an experience I can unfortunately speak personally to. But I've been using Babbel to learn to speak German again, uh, better than I have before. I actually really like it because it is conversational. It's a little bit more relaxed. One of the things that it does that I really like is it'll sometimes show you what the literal English translation is. And I don't know why, but I find that very helpful in sort of understanding the structure, the grammar of a language and sort of putting myself into that mind space. Since I'm only in Germany for Gamescom, which is like a week, week and a half, I'm not immersed in the German language. I'm not immersed in German culture. So what I do is the second best thing. I'm taking Babbel. Hopefully this year when I go to Germany, I'll be able to impress all the Germans with how much German I know from learning through Babbel. The app has pronunciation recognition, so you'll be able to learn how to speak better with your accent, how to actually properly pronounce the words. That way you won't get made fun of by a, a group of older German men because you said Apfelstrudel and not Apfelstrudel. Um, no, it's really cool. Uh, I'm going to say right now there is a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now you can get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners because you guys are the best ones, by the way, at babbel.com slash realm. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash realm. That is spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash realm. Rules and restrictions may apply. What's up, Koopalings? Welcome back to Super NVC. And it's the most super episode yet, I think. The superest. Because you can see us. The superest. Here we are. Hey. It's the ultra. It's I'm like Audrey the ultra Drake. 64 version. That's of Richard NV George. I'm interrupting Hi. him because why That's not? Okay. That's yeah. Jeremy Parrish right there. I'm the 64DD version. That mustache, <laughs> that glorious mustache is Samuel Claiborne. The GameCube. Yeah. And we're here to talk, 
Well, Zelda. That's your handle right yeah. there. Something pretty big yeah. happened. GameCube handle. Something pretty big happened in the Zelda universe yesterday, guys. Uh, she just can't wait to talk about I'm it. So, I'm so excited. <laughs> She's so, vibrating with excitement. The sequel to yeah, your, your favorite game ever got a sequel. Yeah, my favorite game of all time uh, got Kronen a Trigger sequel. 2? How often? <laughs> no. That happened, but anyway. How often does that happen, that a sequel to one of the greatest games of all time gets announced? Twice for this one, because it, it, there was a Japanese-only wow. Satellaview sequel to world, Link to the though, Past. Guys. Come on, yeah. you know what I mean. But I don't care case, what the timeline says, I still see Link's Awakening as a sequel to the Link to the Past. It mm. is, literally. I think they've confirmed that in the I timeline. I thought the timeline said it wasn't. <laughs> but who cares about the timeline? Yeah. Yeah, as you can we'll see, refer to the timeline uh, later, we clearly came prepared. But anyway, right, for anyone who's still with us... During yesterday's Nintendo Direct broadcast, they actually announced a complete new game in the world of A Link to the Past. It's going to have a wait, new wait, wait. story. You didn't put little air quotes over new. Okay, uh, note that air quotes have been included. <laughs> right. A um, new. But yeah, you're looking at it right now, and we actually got to play it yesterday. So Why do you think it's not new? Well, see that right there where you're like <laughs> climbing a tower you're, and you're fighting a Moldorm at yeah, the top and before, you're doing right. all the stuff that you I've did in, in the original I've never turned into a, a Hyrule Glyph. Yeah, it's been confirmed the area that links yeah, in right there. Yeah, that's taken straight out of the forest so, by the Lumberjack. Yeah, the lumberjack yeah well, it's set in the same world, but it has new abilities and it's in, it's in 3D. No more sprites. So I, I, don't, I don't want to be too cynical about the game but, because it's really cool that they're making not only a Link to the Past sequel, but that they're doing it with sort of an updated version of that style where it had that very distinctive, like, the round trees yeah. and the cute little Link who doesn't have pink coloring. hair, but still everything else is very, very consistent with that game. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it does feel kind of like, I've already seen all this stuff and done all this stuff, and the one change is the new mechanic, the, you know, turning into uh, sort of a sketch on the wall and being able to move around. And I like that a lot because it makes you really mindful of how the levels are constructed. Mm -hmm. And I think anything that sort of says, hey, here are some really well-designed levels and we want you to think about them on every angle, like, that's, that's a hallmark of Zelda from the very beginning. Yeah, that but, you, that... but at the same time, I feel like everything else is maybe a little too similar to what we've I'm not, seen I'm not before. too worried about it because, you know, the entirety of the dungeon, like the length of it and just sort of the design of it almost felt like a, like a test. You know, maybe this was just something they were sort of sampling out. Um, it's pretty short. So I'm not too worried just about that. To be clear, that. we played only a dungeon yesterday. Right. Yeah, just it was one start to finish. There was a boss at the end. It was, you know, probably ten minutes of gameplay. Yeah, yeah. yeah I realize it's totally, out. it's totally a proof of concept, and I get mm -hmm. that. But I do feel like this is very much in the spirit of New Super Mario Brothers, and mm -hmm. I like those games. But the portable versions are not as well served as the console versions. New Super Mario Wii. New Super Mario Brothers U. Uh, those are both really, really great games with lots of really great visual designs and, you know, like in the backgrounds and everything and lots of really creative original level designs. The portable games, the original New Super Mario Brothers and then New Super Mario Brothers 2, are much less imaginative. And Which is funny because the portable versions of Zelda have traditionally been the most imaginative the ones. Yeah, Link's Awakening, uh, Oracle yeah, of Ages. Majora aside... Uh, I think, yeah, Link's Awakening kind of broke with Zelda style by making it kind of this psychedelic dream game and had a Kirby Spoilers. in it and, and, and Chain Chomp and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Uh, it was just a wacky game and uh, carrying on that tradition were a, a series of Game Boy games that are just, they're not, they don't feel like the high adventure Zelda games. They're kind of like these quirky spin-off Well, games. and that's the same for the DS games and I'm a really big fan of the DS games even Me though too. I I don't necessarily like playing with a stylus, but I just like all the different things that those games did and how they focused around something, you know, totally that totally set them apart from the console games. And I'm I guess I'm just worried that 
they might they might try to play it safe with this one. And See, I, I don't want that because I love the portable Zelda games. Actually, more than I like the console games just because they are so like hey, let's just throw some ideas at the wall and see what sticks. I like that creativity. Creative Nintendo is the best Nintendo. Yeah, see, I was disappointed by the DS games. I still really liked them, but uh, for me, just Touch Zelda just isn't the same. It's not as good as his little oh, button Oh, so that presses. really was the, the Yeah, but for, for me, you, like, I was really happy to play this because it just is a return to that classic feel. You know, you've got your buttons, you've got your weapons. It just feels like Zelda as I always loved it, and it, ha it seems like it's adding enough new to make it a distinct experience. So for well, me, it's the best so. of both worlds. Yeah, you can we see only it. saw one dungeon, what so. Do you Think of the there's another dungeon blank. where you have to take a blind dude to the light, and then there's a dungeon where you have to raise and lower the water level. And I guarantee you in the next down. Mario game you're going to have to rescue Peach, but I'm okay with that. That's for that's, the gameplay. That's the macro I play version. these games for the gameplay. You know, I don't really care if I'm rescuing Zelda or Peach again. Really? What do you care yeah. about the style, then? You like the, you, that I actually really like the style, because for me, it preserves the original feel of that overworld, which was really distinct, mm -hmm. really cool, and it, it looks like they just sort of popped the, the old sprites out into 3D, so I think it looks fantastic. I would, I would love the sprites to be back, but I kind of recognize that, like, especially just to accentuate the 3D and, you know, the 3D of the levels and everything, you know, you sort of, they got to kind of go the direction they did. You can see it here on the screen I, right I just think losing the cell stuff is a, is a big loss. I just think that was one of the greatest parts of handheld Zelda's, Zelda's. Carrying but, on but you know, the, the cell shading puts a game distinctly in that specific in Wind that Waker universe, timeline. Yeah. This, yeah. you know, this visual style, like this and Link's Awakening, put those as sequels to A Link to the Past. I like that, that they use specific visual styles mm -hmm. to denote the sort of internal continuity between games. Yeah, I, I was actually fun. dreading that it would be the Wind Waker style, the cell shaded style again, because yeah. like I love that Link, but th that's all we've seen for a long time, especially on portables. So I'm happy that it's yeah, something. The four swords exactly. games have done, and yeah, and have done kind of the sprite esque, you know, Link, and and he's a little bit. I think in in the most recent four swords, uh, the the free version on uh, Game Boy, mm -hmm. uh, or sorry, on. Uh, 3DS. Uh, the anniversary edition. Yeah, the anniversary edition has that kind of like floppy link that's really close to the design from A Link to the Past. And, and I think this is vastly yeah. different even from that. I just think I, I'm surprised when you see Link, he has, um, he looks like a Lego figure. Like I wanted to say, like, you know, Lego. Don't Lego. knock Legos, man. Legos. I know. <laughs> I know. So, no. Lego like, Zelda confirmed. He's, he's very yeah. much like old school Link. You know, he's not. What if that of, was the twist? Yeah. <laughs> he's like. Turns out this is a Lego game. Yeah, but it's cool because he's not like <laughs> a little chibi guy. He's not sort of the pretty boy Link. He's very much. Pretty the, boy Link. Very much. Okay, Which one's that? Pretty. That's the Skyward Sword <laughs> one. Twilight <laughs> Princess Skyward that's Sword. The, that's oh, Ocarina the time where he has an earring. The girl hair Link. Yeah. Anyway, but I mean, he's very much sort of the. Hobbit-looking Link from the original games, which is cool. We haven't seen that guy in a long time. I wouldn't mind. Do you uh, think it's the same I, Link? Uh, I think so. I don't know, but I would guess. What do you think, from, Jeremy? From a Link to the Past, yes. It's on yes. the From the original like Zelda, it's not, because no, Zelda and Zelda 2 take place yep. in the far future. No, no, I'm asking, yeah, from the, a Link to the Past. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. Same link. I I think think it, it has is, to be, yeah. right? I mean, I mean, here's the thing is, so there's no subtitle on this game uh, in America, stuff, then? but it is Link to the Past 2. In Japan, like yeah. it's well, outright too. Yeah, and that's an important point: is that it's being titled or as Kagami no Triforce. In Japan, two. it's yeah. being titled. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> which is not, <laughs> which doesn't mean a link to this the past. This is a tangent. Right. No, it means the Triforce of the Gods. Change oh, okay. it. Cool. Sorry, Kagami. Yeah. Please. I think I said it. Yeah. Okay, we didn't anyway. hear you. We were talking about the Triforce. We were talking of the gods. among ourselves. <laughs> All right, so back to a Link to the Past too. What do you guys think of the uh, painting mechanics, Sam? Well. Uh, in the dungeon that we played, I felt like it was the only thing that was making me think this wasn't like a doomed rehash of the mm -hmm. same old Zelda stuff. 
and obviously we it was just the little tip of the uh, iceberg. Oh yeah, it was really Ooh. clever how they used it. Like it sort of gave you a new viewpoint of the whole level. Well, it, it wasn't top it down. It takes a top down game it's... and then it makes it into a 3D game. Exactly. And it actually turns sort of... the camera to the side and then everything's 3D in there. And you can sort of slink now, through windows to I find think... new areas. You can dodge enemies that and, way. And one of my favorite puzzle solving things was that uh, you'd be on a moving platform going mm -hmm. under a block. Mm -hmm. And instead of just running, you know, running around the block, or be, you'd normally just be pushed off your platform, but you had to merge onto that that block and then just kind of uh, paint yourself around to the other side of the block and then fall off of it onto right. the platform again. Yeah. And you had to do that before your magic meter runs out, which is something yes. I really like. The magic meter plays really heavily into the both the ma the magic hammer mm -hmm. and the. Um, the, the sketch mechanic. Different. And can, every time you like hit it with a hammer time you, Yeah, every time you use it, 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 like it drops down. It seems like it's something of a meter now. But yeah, but then it recharges on its own. And I know yeah. people are like, oh my god, recharging hell, that's the worst cliche <laughs> of video games. But in this case, it's really great because one of the big frustrations of A Link to the Past was that you would run out of magic. out of magic. Like when you were trying to fight the what twin rover or whatever, the fire and ice headed thing, mm -hmm. and you had to use the magic rods. Like, if you run out of magic in that fight, you're kind of screwed. <laughs> but now the magic recharges on its own. You just kind of have to stand to the side, and it gives you this time limit on how long you can be painted to the walls. And I think yeah. that's, like a, good I think that's a really too. good change. It's like it's not too much of a frustration, yeah. but at the same time, it makes you No, they put some aware. thought into that, and that makes, me, that makes me feel better about this game. And your hearts don't replenish, so don't worry. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's not like you can duck behind cover, and then you're... <laughs> yeah, oh, I hate that. <laughs> That'd be really funny, actually. I'm okay now. I'm curious how old this head, Zelda. I'm okay now. I'm curious how this demo is, actually. I mean, you know, I mean, it seems like they're still toying with some ideas. I mean, the idea of a recharging, you know, magic meter and that sort of thing, like we were talking with Bill Trinan, in a way, and he was sort of saying that some of this stuff is still sort of them testing. Like in the demo, you had infinite arrows. Like that's sort of just for yeah. the demo. They're still working on mechanics, trying to figure out exactly how it's going to be. I really am curious to see, you know, all the 3DS games so far have really been scaled to be portable, to be very bite-sized. You look at Mario 3D Land, and that was, you know, more bite-sized ideas and levels and that sort of thing. I'm really curious to see if, you know, I'm used to my Dungeons and Zelda lasting for you know, even hours, you know, and mm -hmm. this was 10 minutes and I was done. And I'm curious to see if that is their idea for a, you know, new New Zelda game, uh, you know, on a 3DS. Is it bite size or dungeon? You know, will we get like 15 dungeons that are all 10 to 15 minutes or, you know, how does that work? And I also wonder how much they'll let the traditional Link to the Past design of Hyrule restrict them. You know, it seems like it's I'm the same. I'm a little worried Hyrule. about that. So yeah, yeah. And, and it's Is it the there's, same? there's like, images going around in there in our, our uh, Link to the Past Two wiki that uh, kind of line up the new map that you can get some screenshots. You can piece together the lumberjack area and then compare it to the map of Link to the Past, and it is like to the pixel like. No, no, no. Now there are right. new bushes. Right, there's new <laughs> bushes. <laughs> new bushes I'm, I'm for saying, you yeah. Back. Proportionately, though, like no, no, the width of Link same. to the width of a door and stuff is like all the same. Yeah. Um, if, if that portion of the map is the same, that's okay. I'm wondering what the dark world is like, or if there's a completely there's to warped version of that world. Yeah, the dark and world could be different. Or, I, mean, I mean, just like in and as Jeremy if they're, if they're well actually knows. paying attention to the storyline, there would be no dark world because it yeah. was restored to the Golden Land. We yeah. Know so, so what do they do? Though. It could take it it takes, be a prequel. It's a sequel. For all Guys, maybe it it's actually <laughs> is a link to the past this time. Of Whoa. course, there was no time now travel in a link to the past. Yeah, I guess it was just a reference to the link that's in it. Right? You know, it would be very a link to the past too to just have new areas just open up. You get a new item, and suddenly you can access the whole yeah. new area of the map. Or that wasn't it could go Zelda game. Two style, which what, what you know it's... well is in Zelda Two. The, the lower left corner of the map was the original Southwest. Legend of Zelda, mm -hmm. so the southwest area uh, below Death Mountain was actually the original Zelda map. 
and then the whole world around it was the Zelda 2 area. Yeah, that would be kind of hammer that could smash one of those boulders on Death Mountain in a single blow. What if you were Link's cool uncle? Like that. Yeah. What if you were Link's uncle? And, and, and it's now, actually a now we cool. find yeah. out what Zelda is. Zelda is your dot dot dot. Now we get to learn what what that is. Exactly. What was he going to say? It's actually it's a. Do you never find out? No, you never. No, he just he just dies. He dies. Spoilers, sorry. What do you he think? comes back wow. to life in the end. Sorry, Kiddo. Density. She is your density. Okay. Well, that's Jeremy's prediction. Um, yeah, she is I, your I, I do delicious have a, cereal. <laughs> <laughs> I do have one She's concern that kind of ties into what you guys were saying, which mm-hmm. is that. A big part of the appeal of the Zelda games up until, I guess, up until after Wind Waker, it sort of changed after that, is that there's just this sort of openness and this sort of kind of free-range, free-roaming exploration of the of the world. And they've gotten away from that, especially in the portable games. But mm-hmm. I guess after people complained so much about ocean sailing in uh, Wind Waker, they really scaled that back. And the more recent Zelda games in the past 10 years have been a lot more linear. But... If that's the case, it's it's really going to lose a lot of the appeal of A Link to the Past because... And it wouldn't be A Link to the Past in that case. I know. I mean, so you know? much of the appeal of A Link to the Past was there's kind of like all of Hyrule and you can go just about everywhere and then it becomes more complex with the, the dark world as you start to mm-hmm. explore. But it is just kind of like, you know, this big adventure where you go out and you find the dungeons and you it's very That's one thing I've missed things. about Zelda in the modern releases. Is like it was sort of there in Twilight Princess, but not really. I just missed having this big, open Hyrule field, and I could just go and kill enemies and explore as much as I wanted, find new areas. Yeah, I've read entire uh, essays on, you know, Zelda losing its sense of danger and exploration and I mean, wonder. The, the exploration changed, right? It's just different. It's more mm-hmm. cinematic it's now, and it's, yeah, it's a little it's more packaged. Well, no, it's much more it's about like exploring having... the contours of an area yeah, instead of not having any contours to an area and just being like, where do I go? The real focus yeah. of the adventure in Zelda now, especially with, like, Skyward Sword, is having these really elaborate dungeons that mm-hmm. are, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes they can take two or three hours to complete a single dungeon. And so it becomes much more of this sort of contained space. And there's nothing wrong with that, but I do like the the more open world. The last time there was any kind of real non-linearity in Zelda was Oracle of Seasons, where you could go to the dungeons out of order if you just happened to come across them. I remember having that feeling in a dungeon that I just wanted to get the thing and get out of there and see what I could do back in the overworld. And that's what I really like about A Link to the Past is that, you know, the dungeons are actually really tough in that game, and some of the bosses are. We We were talking about this earlier. Uh, they're inter- they're great. They're so well done. But I always have that feeling when I'm in there, like, man, I just want to get back out there and like figure out like which trees I can talk to. And here's, like, whatever here's an interesting so cool. things. Yeah. Here's one thing that's interesting is we know EAD is developing this. They're also developing that new Wii U Zelda that's down the road that we know they're sort of busting conventions with. And despite the fact that those games will be remarkably different, like to the past two and whatever this other Wii U Zelda game is, I wonder almost if they use this as maybe a, a stepping stone to help them get back to. What Zelda used maybe to be, to and, and, and shift it back a little bit, and maybe they do bring back the see the dungeons in any order because we know that they were kind of talking about that in January. They were like, "We're gonna, you know, let you do dungeons in different orders and make it a little, you know, wider open and start." Or they said those down. are the ideas they're thinking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah, I wonder. They if think this, about a lot of ideas. If you have read Hyrule Historia, just looking at the the development of yeah. Skyward Sword, there's so many ideas that they they're just like, "This is neat," but yeah, we don't have. It. Really yeah, I, I do wonder though if this helps them get there. I mean, all the teams are, you know, they're all around each other. I mean, they're working on basically three Zelda games at the same time right now. Including which, Wind the, Waker. The Wind Waker HD. Although I do, I, I wonder if they're getting outside help for that because it is a Bretto port is, is helping with that. has a role in it, yeah. 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 Uh, we, we, did, so. we did ask Bill Trennan and he said that, that EAD is working on it, but 
What does that wording, mean? The wording on it was a little strange. Like yeah. I wonder. Like, is going in and turning over the tea table occasionally. Yeah, it's like no <laughs> more no more sailing in Wind Waker HD. It's all uh, cars. Right. Yeah. yeah. So bullet trains. On that yeah. note, <laughs> car. Any last thoughts on Zola, anyone? Uh, yeah, I, I just I, I can't believe it's coming out this year. Yeah, I'm so excited. <laughs> I didn't see it coming, and I'm it, really that's surprising to me. And in fact, you did, I predicted a delay on that. Wait, how did you not see it coming? Oh, this year. This year. Okay, because yeah. I mean, like we talked to Miyamoto last year, and he was like, "Which one do you want?" And I remember Sam was like, "Majora's Mask." We and said and a we link said, to the past. I thought I honestly thought they'd go the Majora's Mask route. I, I wanted a link to the past, but I, I, yeah. I mean, they already had all the assets for Ocarina, so that would have been so easy to do. Yeah, very but, easy. Uh, Although I'm really I, pleased. He, I can't wait to He did play say he liked Rich and I's shirts, but he didn't say anything about Audrey's. And then I cried a little. <laughs> but anyway, moving on. Uh, we'll be back, Koopalings, with another segment talking about Mario and Luigi Dream Team, so stay tuned. What's up, Koopalings? Don't let Sam lull you to sleep with that thing. Uh, we're back. For those of you listening to the audio <laughs> for those of you listening to the audio version, we never left. But now we're gonna talk about Mario and Luigi Dream Team. The Dream Team. The Dream Team. Oh, Sam, Mario you wrote a pretty so epic that's preview a, about that that's today. That's what Game Tech and Acclaim. And <laughs> All right, that's an obscure old joke. Oh, wow. Okay, wow. Okay, anyway, so, uh, <laughs> so basically, it's the newest entry in the Mario Luigi series of RPG games. Which I would argue is the continuation of uh, the Mario RPG series. Which I would argue are the funniest more, games ever. More, more so than the Super Paper, or the Paper Mario series, which is yeah, no, totally. just something to think about. But uh, this game, and, and you guys all saw the same stuff I did. In fact, we saw a demo of the exact same stuff I played, so you, you, you didn't see it any differently. But basically, you're running around with Mario and Luigi again. Uh, you control both of them. You hop with one button. Blah 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 blah. Just go read our old reviews of <laughs> Mario and Luigi games. I mean, here, the thing this, about this though is yeah, that right it's the year of Luigi, right? And uh, Luigi is uh, a a super god in this game. You get to hop into <laughs> his dreams when he falls asleep. Yeah. Well, as Luigi's sleeping, you go into his dreams, and as Mario, you're just platforming, going around 2D. Well, Luigi can kind of like insert himself as like a giant face in the background that can fling you around or like to sneeze blocks towards you, like all this crazy stuff. But the funniest thing is that there's these classic battles which you're seeing right now, uh, which are just the, the, the turn-based battle screens. And like it, those are always like a, make it better than a normal turn-based RPG for me because there's something more thing. to do. Look at this. Like, yeah, it's it, really funny. It, it, to emphasize some amazing the... Luigi powers. But when, yeah. when you're in the dream world, Luigi will just like you'll yeah, jump you on an enemy right and then Luigi will like meteorically the Lu- fall Luigi-nary from the stratosphere. Ball? Isn't that what they're That's calling Luigi-nary it? Ball. Yeah, where you basically roll a ball across yeah. a bunch of Luigis and you gather them up. The more you get, the larger the Luigi ball goes and then you just cram them into enemies. Yeah, Katamari Luigi. Exactly. Pretty cool. So yeah, Luigi's all powerful in his dreams. It's kind of a funny conceit. You, you know, uh, these games always have really funny uh, dialogue. They're hilarious. The, like especially in the last one when Bowser was talking the entire game, and he's like so aggressive and funny. He's great. Um, this game has the same cool dialogue. And again, it, for me, it just has an incomprehensible storyline. And so sometimes that dialogue, I just feel like click, 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 click. And then I see a joke, I'm like, oh, that's funny. But man, there's a lot of dialogue in these yeah. games. Yeah, apparently if you talk to people, they're like, oh, Luigi, you're so great. You're so tall in the dream world. So that's kind of Oh, funny. yeah, and so what it, that yeah. reminded me of, um, what it, there's another, there's other games. Well, so in, uh, in Luigi's Mansion recently, Luigi is kind of a, uh, he's the hero of the game, but he's still kind of a blundering idiot. He's a idiot. complete nebbish. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Aww. And uh, and the the, the doctor, or what was the guy's name? Uh, Egad. Yeah. He, when he interacts professor. with them, he's he, a professor. He, 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 he kind of hypes him up sometimes and like yeah. tries, tries to pump him up for missions. He's trying to funny. make him go do. But the there's missions, another game, though. and this is a theme in some of the more recent Mario games that like Luigi's second best. And I think it's actually in Super Paper Mario that talk about it a lot. I mean, they've yeah. repeatedly you say, built it up over the years. And I, I mean, it's a, it's it really started. It actually started with Mario RPG. Is it RPG? Where you're you're in the 
dream like world. No, no, you're in the dream world and you're like seeing, or not dream world, but you're seeing like wishes of people. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And you come across one random wish that's like, I wish I could be as cool as my big bro. <laughs> or something along that, those lines. And that that's actually sort of the kernel that yeah. all of this Luigi is the second stringer. So I'm going to take around. it back even farther to and the Super Mario Brothers The Super well, Mario Brothers Super so. Show. Well, mm. no, no. What about the Mario Brothers commercial for Atari Twenty Six Hundred? Yeah, we're plugging up the public exactly. Luigi's in our body. Where are you? Yeah. Okay, let's try and wrangle this back in. Mario Go and Luigi's Go watch that. <laughs> the Mario Brothers for Atari. Get schooled, everyone. Mario Brothers for mm-hmm. Atari commercial. Twenty Six Hundred. It's really good. But yeah, did you get a chance to play? So yeah, Dream Team. Team. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that Dream I don't Team. think anybody no. played but me. It, no, no I did. No, we all played it. It was cool. I mean, you know, um, it's fine. You know, like I. It's, it's exactly what I expected it yeah. to be. I mean, I'll be perfectly honest. Like, for whatever reason, I attached myself to the Paper Mario series and followed that all the way through. Yeah. Um, but I actually, this was the first Mario and Luigi game I had. What I know that's scandalous. It was cool. I mean, like, the, I, I love the idea that, you know, you enter Luigi's dreams and he's all powerful. I mean, it further plays up the idea that Luigi is the more interesting of the two. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just. They've established this. I think Nintendo is, never plays as Mario. Well, I think if you have yeah, cast right. of characters to it's choose true. from. Well, this is the weird <laughs> thing, right? It's like, I feel like Nintendo. Nintendo's developers feel more free, and this is actually mm-hmm. developed by Alpha Dream, but like they feel more free to do kind of what they want, you Especially know? Especially in the dialogue and the localization, it well, just I mean, goes crazy. Dream it's Team so really, funny. like, it follows the evolution of the, paper, the, the Mario and Luigi games. Like, I, for the most part, preferred the Paper Mario games over Mario and Luigi because the first one was just kind of like, you know, you've got the two-button conceit where one button controls each brother, but mm-hmm. other than that, I just didn't think it was as interesting as Paper Mario. And the second one brought in the babies, and you had that duality, and it was very complicated and annoying. Which has no idea what's going on. (laughs) But the third one, no, the Bowser's Inside Story was completely brilliant. And uh, I love the by first two yeah, way by more kind of creating yeah, by story. what? Yeah, I, I <laughs> know, like no. a big argument. The second you said it was brilliant, I was like, oh, fine, no, it's gonna happen. No, people hate me for that. It's still a good game, but I just I think the first two had. No, so, I mean, so explain uh, it though. You go inside Bowser. Yeah, you body. go inside Bowser, but a lot of the game you're playing as Bowser, which you know you did in, in the Thousand Year Door also, the Paper Mario yeah. game. But it's just I don't know. There's there's something kind of unique and different about that, and I like that this one pulls it back to just Mario and Luigi, but it still brings that sort of alternate play style in by, by putting you into Luigi's dreams and it Yeah, when so you're it in creates, his dreams it's actually side scrolling. Yeah, it creates it's new new play down. spaces play spaces just within like exploring different aspects of the characters, which mm-hmm. I think is is really clever and takes a lot of imagination. And, and I'm I'm looking forward to this. It's gonna be fun. There's yeah, some like really. Im- you know immediate problems that arise uh, with these games, especially with the platforming and that now that they're actually giving you a two D kind of platforming setup where Mario should just dominate. Um, and you send Luigi into the background of these so he kicks butt, but uh, if you're just Mario and you don't even have two characters to control, the jumping is still really crappy because it's not a Mario game. Yeah. Uh, you're not jumping in Mario's parabola, you know, the kind of feeling of Mario. Too. And it's, it should be because, as we saw in the demo, you hit, you can, the enemies are clear on screen, and if you hit them, you fight them. Yeah. But you can avoid them by jumping over them and, like, Damn, it's hard. Yeah, it's, I, it's stupid well, we hard. Well, we saw during our presentation. And so in our presentation, Bill Trinan from Nintendo was up demo. Yeah, and every single enemy came across. He's like, okay, now I'm going to show you this cool feature. It's right over here. And then he was just like, damn it. <laughs> I'm like jumping right on top of that it. enemy. That, that was the thing I noticed too, right? He was and cursing like, like a sailor. Like first experience, it was just like, you know, because you have to control each of them. Each have their own jump button. And you can't really 
do it. Yeah. Like you can. I mean, and this is not a big so deal. So it's not great. But I mean, these are these are first and foremost RPGs. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you're supposed they, to fight. Instead things, of just so. being RPGs, they've adopted sort of the the look and mechanics to a degree of, yep. of the classic Mario games. But they're they're still setting themselves apart from that. And, and, and it, yeah. you know, this and he, this yeah. descends from Super Mario RPG on the Super NES, yeah. which you know is isometric, and the platforming in that really sucked. Yeah, so, yeah I remember so that. we're we're in much better territory now than we were sure. I agree. fifteen years so ago. So then then that brings me to my other. So I, I I complain a lot about the platforming and it, and I complain about this. I already complain about the story because I just think it's asinine. But but the dialogue's funny. That's great. I like that. Fire Emblem's like that for me. I don't even know what happened in that story, but the dialogue is so the good. Trail mainly. But yeah, I guess so. <laughs> uh, there was a, there was a rat girl. She was mad about her Warren. Well, she was a, a rabbit girl. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Okay. Leaf pan so, alone. So those two things bug me, and also the RPG elements have kind of bugged me because they're so, and they're not traditional, that's for sure, but they have the elements of traditional games that bug me, like fighting the same enemy so many times. And in the demo we played, I, I probably did 20 battles in, in that time, and they were the same enemies the entire time. And I had no special moves. I kept on hitting them, and that, for me, I'm just I'm too old for that shit. I mean, I would say, like, look, I mean, we're looking at demos, right? Oh, so no, we'll I agree. see I'm how saying, that like, That's my criticism yeah. of the series as sure, a whole. Sure. That's where I always like drop out. I'm just like, I don't want to go, I want to go back to this area and explore, but. You're not a big RPG guy. Damn, I can't, I can't fight these <laughs> enemies over and over again. I'm an RPG guy, but they have to be smart. And I like when, when enemies are hard when I go back there. Like, eventually mm. you start getting abilities that allow you to defeat enemies just by jumping on them in the field. And, yes, and that's really so cool. So you start to, you start to kind of, um, bypass some of the RPG yeah. mechanics. But there's slogs before that, and that's what yeah. this demo was. And it wasn't in the overworld. And by the way, the whole game takes place on an island, but we were like in the, some island. like dark like yeah. little <laughs> castle the entire time, which was like drab and ugly. But man, this, this trailer looks fantastic. And like the areas that are in this and, and like everything that's going on is really good. And like they, a lot of this stuff, you, you don't get it from this video, but the point is, for like especially this right here, it, is that there's a lot of 3D stuff in the game that would help with 3D, like depth perception skills. Like you'll be bouncing a turtle into the distance, like the like on the Virtual Boy Mario Brothers, uh, Mario Brothers Clash. Uh, when you're trying to bounce something off a foreign uh, or a distant wall in a game like this, it really helps to switch on that 3D switch, and you get a little bit sense of the depth perception when it's bouncing back at you. Just as an aside. So, any final thoughts on Mario and Luigi? I think we have like three clips we've been running through yeah. at the same time. So, no, I memorized it already. I'm excited about it, but I'm a big RPG fan. So, hey, it's coming out this yeah. summer, which is kind of awesome. Yeah, I love RPGs, so uh, I don't there mind. There will never be a time where there's not an amazing 3DS game to play this year. Yeah, it's I love just, RPGs. Like, I don't mind the grind, cool. so I'm really looking forward to it. I love the series. Rich, yeah. looking forward to getting into it? Uh, sure. Yeah, it'll be fine. I mean, we'll honestly, this, world. this year for 3DS Ooh. is crazy. I mean, like, yeah. that's the thing, right? It's like, oh, this so comes out, out. This is August 11 here in the U.S., and I think that's it's right. in that's July in Europe. Yeah, one month um, earlier in Europe, and yeah. boy, there's some rage about that. How dare Europeans do something before Nintendo America? Fans, you guys just had a mini E3 for your 3DS. <laughs> Always something. Calm down. <laughs> like, there you are, got Earthbound, for goodness sake. That's on Wii U. There, there are some criticisms, Still. particularly of Wii U, but... Uh, you know, like calm down with your 3DS. You get it a month later. Oh, oh no! Like, I, although I will say, I really want that limited edition uh, 3DS XL that has it's the year Luigi 3DS XL. It's pretty good. It has a bunch of Luigi. It's only in Japan, right? And there's one oh. Mario. So that's yeah, our, one that's Mario our signal. Back, we're gonna so wrap cool. up this segment. We're gonna be back <laughs> in a minute. We're gonna talk about all the rest of the announcements from the 3DS showcase. So stay tuned. What's up, Kooplings? We are back for our final segment of Super NVC. Your turn, Rich.
Just go. All right. <laughs> so now we're going to discuss all the rest of the 3DS news that came out of yesterday's Nintendo Direct and 3DS Showcase. And we're going to start with a little game called Yoshi's Island. We actually don't know what it's called. Uh, yeah. It's, we yeah, don't know what it's called. <laughs> but Yoshi's it's Island title pending. Game you know what's interesting pending. is that it could be just Yoshi's Island 3, but it kind of looks like the art style of. Uh, Yoshi uh, on the 64, what's that game called? Yoshi's Story. Story. Yeah, Yoshi's Story. But it kind of doesn't. It's, well, it's, it's just not, a little rounded. It's, it's like a little Yoshi's bit of Island. both, right? Yeah, like, I, I think it's like a little bit of both, but I, so, I can see how it could but just But it's be much more sequel. mechanically in keeping with Yoshi's Island. Yeah. Like, yeah, it doesn't on. have the whole fruit gobbling. I'll tell you, I was so thing. excited for Yoshi's Island 2 on the DS. Well, that but, game sure was a sack of butt. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know why, though. It's just more of the same, which is not what I wanted. It wasn't. It was more of the same. It was more of the same, but Worse. Yeah, why the, is that? the multiple baby swapping could have been interesting, but it wasn't. Mm -hmm. And the levels were just really Jeremy's badly designed. I am against baby swapping. Wife swapping and baby swapping are both sins. <laughs> and like but, when no, I see this, I'm like, oh, oh, this it's there's the bouncy block, there's the there's the shy guy. It's like no, oh, the, man, the biggest problem really with Yoshi's game, Island yeah. DS is that the levels just weren't very well designed. Yeah. I mean it ultimately comes down to the fact that it was developed by Artoon rather than Nintendo, and they, they're just not as good at making video games. I'm sorry, Artoon fans, if you exist. <laughs> but, but no, I mean, I'm, I'm really hoping that this is Nintendo developed internally, or at least given maybe to, I don't know, like Goodfeel or someone, someone who can do a good platform game. Uh, even, even, even Tose, I'll, I'll take Tose over... Over okay. Artoon. Yeah, I really like this the is way amazing. this game looks, though. It <laughs> that, looks that really That part's really pretty. cool. So there's a giant egg you can throw out. And it really is big. So <laughs> what about this, though, guys? Baby Donkey Kong? Is he coming back? Is he? Have, have you seen any babies in there besides Mario? No, I haven't. So it's probably going back to the basics of Yoshi's Island. Baby basics. Mm -hmm. Yeah, baby basics. Just Mario. Mario all the time. <laughs> One annoying screaming voice to learn to listen to instead of lots of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't really think the babies added anything to Yoshi's Island. Too, Sounds like a peacock, which um, is a shame because the, the original is one of my favorite games. Yeah, ever. have you ever heard of peacock? I'm not. No. Oh. Now everybody clicks off this video. That's <laughs> what peacock. So long, everyone. Like. For those of you remaining, we're gonna, beautiful. Should we talk about minis on the move? Yeah, it's right there. You're I mean, looking at it right now, Kooplings. It's kind of cool. It's pulling upon you know the the old Mario DK versus series. It's not but, um, versus anymore though. No, it's they're now friends or something. I guess. Yeah. I um, like this series forces. a lot. I love the puzzle cool. game Mario versus Donkey Kong stuff. I love it, especially when they're more like Mario versus Donkey or Donkey Kong '94. Mm -hmm. uh, this game looks a little bit too simplistic, puzzly to, to compete with those. No, I mean it also like the cool thing about this is it's got four uh, four different modes. There's also some uh, mini games for it too, but. I mean, there is a mode in this called Giant Jungle, which is this giant map that you actually have to use your um, circle pad to scroll around. It's so huge. Mm. Um, the game rapidly gets difficult. That's the cool thing. Like, if you start on, like, level one, it's really basic, and you're like, well, this is the easiest thing I've, mm. you know, easiest puzzle you, game ever. Did you play This it? is Giant Jungle Yeah, here. it was there. Um, yeah, was so, there. like, okay. look at this thing. You have to get all those stars and get the time clocks to actually extend your time to get all the stars while avoiding the traps, while avoiding the enemies, and you got a limited uh, tile set to deal with, too. And it's just like, And there's the, the online heck? level creator where you can share your levels or yeah. play levels. I don't know. I, I liked this game better really when it was cool. Bioshock's hacking game. Yeah, exactly. No. <laughs> I mean, this, I, I like this. I thought it was cool. It's a, it's, a, it's a nice little twist on the Versus series, which was sort of doing the, 
you know, Lemmings. I mean, this wow. is still kind that of Lemmings. That game looks like something from 2005 yeah. DS launch. Yep, yep. <laughs> I love that you guys are yep. so yep. hostile to it. I'm not hostile. I'm serious. It's just a not, digital it's okay. game. It's okay. I don't know. Like, I am fundamentally a little disappointed with this entire series because it started out as that amazing Donkey Kong 94. Oh, yeah. But you still have that game. But you, Go but, play that game. But they could make more of those games but instead of... Like I want to new Donkey Kong games. You don't want to link to the past, too. Cool. I want them to take a good idea and expand on it, not just rehash it over and, and over. And that's again. why we like Nintendo. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it's I don't true. Know. I, it's I, true. I just wish that the series hadn't gone in this direction. I'm okay with or that. that. I've got they, the other they, ones. I mean, this is basically a sequel to Mario and Wario, which was that puzzle game with the mouse that never came over here for Super NES. That game mm. looks so cool. It's it's fun, <laughs> but I mean, that's what this game is, and instead, it's somehow been spun out of the Donkey Kong series. I, I want to. I want like a another Donkey Kong '94 uh, style game where it's more of direct platforming and that kind of action. I don't. I'm, okay I don't, with I'm not super crazy was, about the like, like lay down a path. Here's and, the thing and that mattered to me. I liked playing it, so you know I'm okay with it. I'm not going to worry too much we, about well, what we I like. Uh, well, like I'm not going to worry too much about what I wish this series. Yeah, had, but you don't play RPGs, so what do you care? Well, Sam, Sam doesn't oh, okay. play RPGs. I play <laughs> them. I just don't, I don't have time. Well, to be fair, I don't have time to play RPGs. Uh, I play them all the time. <laughs> So let's talk about this, right? There was some Wii U news that snuck into the Nintendo Direct. Um, System update. What is this thing? Is this like a new Nintendo console? No, that... What, the Wii U? Yeah. It, it might be. <laughs> We're not sure still. Um, is this so out? Here's the thing. The system update is coming next week. It allows you to do a variety of things. It improves the loading times, but, um, but well, going back to menus. You can press B to we go will to the see. Home Does it cause people to buy the system? No. <laughs> oh. Well, so this wow. was the weird thing, and I think this is maybe if there is a downside to the Nintendo Direct, this is what it is. The 3DS was doing fine before this event, you know, before this <laughs> yeah. announcement. Like, let's do more. I, and, and it's totally great. awesome. Like, I'm not going to sit there and go, gosh, I wish you hadn't announced Link to the Past no, 2. you just yeah. want Wii U stuff. I know. This is the problem, I right? Is, like, the best news we got from the Wii U update, or, you know, the Wii U portion is Earthbound. And mm -hmm. and Audrey and I mistakenly missed that in our re initial reactions yeah. video yesterday. To be but fair, we weren't trying to sum up everything well, that had we're happened. We were trying to go quickly. off our heads saying the thing. But here's the thing. So, like, yeah. my take on it, honestly, is, like, Jeremy, you mentioned, and we were talking about it earlier that like uh, Earthbound has not been available cheaply, legitimately, legitimately for an affordable price. And this is the thing: I never played it when I was a kid, so I actually have never played Earthbound because I've never gone out to pirate it. So, but regardless, it's I have a copy to me, on my desk. To me, it's a virtual console game, and I need core retail software mm -hmm. that is really going to bring me to this thing. The virtual console by itself is not going to do that. And, you know, really what we got out of this uh, Nintendo Direct for Wii U was that there's an update that makes my system run the way it should have been all along, and also Earthbound. Yeah, totally. It's, so, it's, well, aside from saying, like, if this Earthbound alone is going to make you buy a system, just the fact that it's coming is, it's, it's, it's great. It's Earthbound huge. is cool, but it is not going there's to, no to really that doesn't, play this game in years. And, and I'm totally cool with that. <laughs> Nintendo fans can... I hadn't seen this stuff. Rickshaw uh, around Kyoto. See, this... <laughs> the this, video this, game. This was part of their Birds briefing. in flight. This was part of their briefing from E3 2011. I, I saw this oh, stuff wow. two years ago, and I actually literally okay. did that demo. Um, Carnival. And you have to pay some money. There's a free demo, and then I think you pay three bucks per thing. And I just, I think it's two or three bucks. I don't know. Nope. I think Back the price to Earthbound, legitimately loudest component of Nintendo fan Fantopia. Sure, the loudest, uh, uh, and they've every... been clamoring for it. And 
Well, look. Good for you guys, man. So I'm happy other, they got their Look, Earthbound. every other day we get an email or a tweet or something about that's people wanting Earthbound to come, and it's finally come. So that's yes, why that's people are excited. It's really it's big. Like it is amazing. And in, in Nintendo, like, the game did not sell well. That's why they don't put it out. That's mm -hmm. why oh. it's, it's like a giant RPG. It's a weird ROM. It sold, like, like it, two it's copies like not easy to put out. Here, Speaking so. of Wii U news, they also told us that Pikmin 3 is delayed until yeah, August. So, I mean, this is the weird thing, right? Is like... 3DS is doing amazingly well. Maybe now we'll it's see it doing, again. Uh, we absolutely will. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, so 3DS is doing well. Now it's doing exceptionally well. Oh, and Wii U is getting fixed, and its main game that sh was supposed to be out by the end of last month, remember, uh, that should have been a launch game, is now not coming till August. Oh, uh, and they actually slowed us down. And remember when we all Pink spotted Pikmin. this last year? That was also the news. There's Pink Pikmin, which we spotted oh, at E3 2012. And I mean, I'm not trying to sound like a Rage, like Nintendo Rage fan or anything here, but like. There's something weird going on with Wii U where there is no software. Game & Wario is coming in June. It's okay. I, I, it's fine. You know, it's a bunch of mini-games. And, and some of them are quite fun. Uh, the gamer mini-game is great. Um, but now I don't have Pikmin until August? Like, what am I supposed to play? Earthbound's not coming till winter. Oh, they, but, like, they actually this, said that? Not like winter. holday or this something. Is the it's same a situation wow. that we were all in when the 3DS first launched. You know, Wii U came out, like, what, four or five months ago? And but so... at least we had Steel Diver. Still, that is a solid game, people. No, I'm, I'm giving no, I'm it like four months, that, and if we don't have an ambassador program by then, <laughs> no, I'm just worried. saying that it's still oh, there's still time. You know, it's rough. It's rough that there's 20, nothing to play right now, but I mean, games. the system is still young. It's a modern what? launch. Those are always hard well, because it takes so Audrey. long it's, it's to I am not forgiving. I'm just saying, give it time. The 3DS was terrible when it first came out for like a year, and now it's like my most played system. No, but same with same with the Virtual Boy. I'm just saying it's too early to call. I I love it. Jack Brothers. It took forever for like Red Alarm, Alarm to be worth playing. They should have learned, right? This is the thing, and this is Jester's what, Funky Bowling. This is what's so frustrating about this to me is when 3DS had that weak ass opening, then they were like, "We totally learned. We'll fix it." And like, like a lot of some of these recent promises from Look at this. like what? This is really Those funny. People, people want the games. People wanting mother. There's like is how five they people this. there. It's drawings. I get it. We get an email like, to all the time. to our inbox, yeah, for NVC about, about Earthbound all the time. Yeah. I don't know it's what's you? You're writing in about no, Earthbound. I don't care. I know. I know. I'm just saying. Like, I just, I, I'm super happy this game, and I'm, you know, is coming. I'm super happy to listen to the fans. I, how many of them are there? I don't know. You know that really what, need say this. Say what you will, but an entire business has been built around Earthbound fans. Well, Fangamer.net exists, yeah. and it's doing very well. Look, And it's because people love Earthbound and want it so badly. Isn't that cool? Yeah. I think that's really, really neat that awesome. this little subsect of uh, Nintendo fans... So maybe this will only sell 10,000 copies, but those 10,000 people are going to be I'm, so freaking happy. Maybe I'm they could price it at $50. <laughs> Look, I've, that was that was a suggestion I made a few months back. When really? We didn't get the, uh, the $0.30 cent version of, of Mother 2 Earthbound that mm -hmm. Japan is getting. Um, I wrote a blog post on, on oneup.com that said, that doesn't mean it's not coming to the U.S., it just means that Nintendo knows they can make a lot more than 30 cents off of this yeah. game because people wow. want it. I mean, this thing is super cool. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm happy they're listening to their fans. I wish they would also release more 3DS XL colors and some other things that we want. But, I mean, look. No like, kidding. Most That's of, a good point. A lot of our readers... Second like, loudest part of Nintendo a lot. <laughs> a lot of our readers just started with, you know, like, their first games are N64 games, stuff like that. Like, I really do wonder, like, what is the actual power of this game? Um, and for me, like, I will buy that. I will play the heck out of it because I'm super curious about it. Uh, but I, think I also that's what would. What they're looking for? You missed it. A lot of people missed it. A lot of people weren't alive at the time. I would not. Yeah. I would not buy a Wii U oh for that game. That. Though, that's the problem. I'm not, right? I'm not insisting anyone would buy a Wii U for yeah. one virtual console game. I mean, this is you the thing, be, right? You would be 17 now 
if you had uh, been born before Earthbound. Yeah, like the year, the year before or so, give yeah. or take, 94 or something like that? 96. 90, oh, 96. No, it came out in 95. 95, so yeah. So yeah. I was right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll average those two together. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just, it was really weird. Like, there is such a stark difference between those two consoles, and it's really strange to see. And I'm sure, I hope, E3 is the, you know, maybe answer to some of that. And obviously, if January... If they keep on doing stuff like this on 3DS, then, like, I'm okay with them not making stuff on Wii U for a while. Like, do Nintendo even need to make a home console anymore? Why not just become a portable system? That's where their success is. If they can't support their home console, then don't make the home console. That's for sure. I think it sucks for the people that spent $300 on this thing and don't well, have anything to do with it. Speaking as someone yeah, who spent $300 on it and, and doesn't have anything to do with it, I agree. But. Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> you bought it for Zelda HD, Mario HD, Smash Bros. That's why you bought it. Yeah, you we know those, those games eventually. You probably shouldn't I, have bought it. You I, didn't buy it at launch, but I, when you get those yeah, games, you don't, you don't even own one. So I dislike this excuse, though. Like, I dislike the notion of me buying a system and then being okay with it not being out for you. By the way, this is UK footage, so don't think it's coming to the yeah. U.S. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, I dislike the notion that I'm supposed to buy a console and not get anything to do with it for, like, a year. That That is weird and and but That's what every sad. console does now. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when the PS3 launched, there was nothing. No, 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 no. no. I was playing launch, some PS2 games up for my <laughs> HDTV, and it looked amazing. No, no, I mean, people forget that. I that's played so much Final launches. Fantasy XII when the PS3 launched. <laughs> did you? Not, I did. That's modern launches. That's how they go. Yeah, you know, why yeah. are people forgetting that for Wii U? That's how it is. I'm it not forgetting long, it. I think it's it takes a long time to make games I think it's unacceptable for any console to do Don't buy a system at launch, if you and a lot of people didn't, clearly. So when those games come, everyone will be smart. A lot of consumers are smart and waiting. Yeah, I, if I weren't in the games press, I would not buy consoles at launch. Oh, I, yeah, I absolutely wouldn't. I mean, like, this is, I mean, Or I if you know. are in the games press, you wouldn't buy them at launch because <laughs> you get them for free. Yeah, you know. well, the office I bought gets mine. them for free. Yeah, I still bought mine. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, this further, you know, boosts the 3DS in my eyes, and it is the system I play by far the most right now. Um, it puts more of a burden on them for E3. I hope they get it, you know. I hope they do because that's. Well, hopefully, what they're doing is they put the spotlight on the 3DS this time around so that at E3 they have some stuff to show for Wii U. Ideally, I mean, here's the weird thing: is like, so they'll probably come to E3 and they 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 tip their hand that it should be if all goes right. uh, We'll see Mario Mario Kart, Mario Mario 3D's adventure of some sort, uh, Smash Brothers in some form. And I guess Wind Waker HD, if it's if it's there, and they haven't outright said it will be there, but presumably it would. Like, is, is that enough in the face of a new Xbox and a new PlayStation 4? Like, I just, you know, this thing is, or, the 3DS is already, like, you know, doing exceptionally well for its sort of little square of the portable world. Um, and they were trying to make the argument the other day, the quality over uh, quantity argument versus phones. Um, which is funny, actually, because they used to kind of, like, ignore the phone, like iOS environment, and say, well... Well, they can't do that anymore. I know, yeah. I think they finally said, well, we can fight this on a certain level in a certain way of messaging, um, which I think is smart, actually. I think they should get someone other than Scott Moffat to deliver that message, though. He's not very inspiring. <laughs> no offense to Scott Moffat. Uh, um, but yeah, I don't yeah. know. It was just weird. I got nothing so. else. Yeah. Donkey Kong Country, 10 new levels. Looks cool. Yeah. Well, I don't know how many new levels. It's very Donkey Kong Country Returns since we all those? played it. Or is it nine? Eight, eight, eight. Once you the beat difference, the game. Nine. Why yeah, not? let's go with that. <laughs> Accuracy. Who cares? It's eight new levels once you beat the game, and then you get new levels that are actually based on uh, Concept concepts that Retro just never used mm-hmm. for levels, which is kind of cool. Go Retro. We're missing something. Uh, did we already mention Bravely Default, Professor Layton? I've, I'm super happy about Bravely Default. Some localizations it, we've all been waiting are finally I'm, coming to North America. I'm a little yeah. sad. Dragon Quest Seven. 
Yeah. Oh, that, that'll come. Even, It'll come, right? And no mention right? of Dragon Quest at all. Ten, right? Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah that's weird. That's that, that, yeah. What's going on? I expect that yeah. at E3. I think that's going to be part of their Wii, th- or their Wii U lineup. I, I hope their Maybe. E3 press conference is just entirely Wii U, and then and then actually hold an evening conference for 3DS to remind us about. Oh, like, I'm sure they'll have like five stuff. separate conferences. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, 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 hey, you're going to spend all your time seeing Nintendo press I am, conferences. That, I, I am, find the frustrating part yeah. is when they put the more exciting things in the evening conferences, and it's like, where well, was this well, during? Last year they had nothing in anything, but I mean, like, what's important is actually show me stuff and announce stuff if you're going to take up all my time. I'm just saying. Like, all the fans tune in, and they're like, this is going to be awesome. What's the news? Because we say, hey, there's a conference tonight. And it's like, what's the news? And it's like, nothing. There's nothing new. Um, System update. Yeah, new Super Mario Brothers 2, which you already completely understand. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Bravely Default's awesome, yeah. except for it's coming in 2014, which is a little sad, yeah, but that's okay. Professor we knew Professor Layton was coming, but they finally officially announced Layton, it. Layton 2014. Those games always take the, forever the to localize. The crucial thing about Layton so is that it's the last Layton game. Well, it's which the last Layton game with Herschel Layton which in I, it. Which, which Until I it's hope it is. Are they going on to Layton Brothers? I am a little yeah, tired presumably. of that series. I hope they clone him. He's so. his clone. Well, he has a son. Eh. So. Never mind that. Clones. Oh, here's Layton a new Brothers. Luigi U. Yeah. That's cool. That comes out in the summer, so I guess we're all going to play Luigi. It, so that'll so, be out this summer. Yeah, it's the only okay. game yeah, I know of that's coming out for Wii U this summer well, that I can that's think of. And Wario. This yeah, is DLC. Yeah, Technically, August is summer, so there's Pikmin 3. Yeah, true. Luigi in this has his little air. air yeah, yeah. Thing. I mean, it's it's all of his traits. He has trouble stopping uh, when he's running quickly. He jumps higher. All the levels are done. The overworld is the uh, over. Uh, all the <laughs> levels are redone. The overworld is the same. See, Thank here's you, their Luigi. here's their proof that Luigi jumps higher, which I we all kind of knew anyway. Like was that ever in doubt? Wow. Did they need this? to prove that? I, I don't know. I thought we all knew that. Uh, it's yeah. also now he has kind of a Yoshi yeah, r- the, the, running in the one air. One of the things thing. about this is it's, it's would supposedly be more challenging because you only get a minute on the clock, so you're kind of trying to race through these levels as Luigi and get. Luigi, no, it's a uh, hundred seconds. Uh, is it hundred seconds instead of I think what's three hundred? Three hundred. Yeah. So yeah. Um, but Luigi always ran in the air from Super Mario Brothers 2. Mm-hmm. He yeah. kicked. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I guess he kicks, but he doesn't... I think it's kind of it's, funny. It's not that you hold the jump button to fall down slower. It's that he just jumps slower and is in a different arc. Than yeah. He jump, yeah, he jumps higher, basically. That's I mean, what like it is Luigi, I mean, oh Yoshi God, is the one is, that you slow him down as you do the flutter yeah. kick. Yeah. I mean, actually, I think it's funny that their experiment for Mario 2 for the U.S. is what gave Luigi his, you know, mm-hmm. Do you think yeah. Luigi power. will ride a Yoshi? I don't know. I hope so. It sounds like this I've stuff is going to be challenging, though, which I think is cool. You know, I mean, the the assumption would be the DLC is for the people that really played the heck out of the original, you know, the first time around. So that's I cool. think it's a great idea. I that's think it's all cool. I want is more Although, well-made 2D Mario levels. Here's my question. How thing. much does this cost? You're giving me 80-something new levels. How much would you pay? Ambassador price free. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, it's basically a whole new so game. Fun. They're redesigning all the levels. So yeah. I bet that it's going to cost quite a bit. I would, I would guess I, 20 at least. 30. I'm saying 30. Wow. Um, okay. I'm saying 30. Yes. It's an entirely new game, and I think that they'll go with 30. I mean, don't don't forget, like, Harmonite was, what, 15? 15, I think. Harmonite, hey. Harmonite on the 3DS is $15. Did you guys catch in the conference when uh, they're like, and, and check this out, Fire Emblem sold 70% digital. Because you couldn't buy it because it wasn't available in stores. stores. That was that was strange. I mean, it's cool that that they're real. You know, the the eShop business is is starting to strengthen for them. I think that's cool. Yeah, but the numbers they threw out yesterday were not like amazing. It was like we used to be sixty percent of people are connected. Now it's sixty-seven. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's interesting though. They said that half of all people who own Fire Emblem have bought DLC. 
Yeah. Which is interesting. I think that's cool. I Although, got the free stuff. It's I all Golden Gaff. Everyone buying Golden Gaff and Exponential Gray. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think I think it's cool. I mean, um, yeah. I, again, 3DS doing exceptionally well. I think we've covered off on all the Nintendo Directs. Yeah, I think that's yep. all we've been New color. New American color. Oh, yeah. The, the, yeah, the Animal Crossing. The Animal Crossing. Crossing. Louis Vuitton Animal Crossing. Pop yeah, it's very pop tart. I'm, I'm like probably going to buy that. I think I think I, I might probably too. will. You will. Yeah, mm -hmm. it looks uh, pretty cool. I like there it, it is. Yeah, I can, actually, yep, speak of the devil. Brilliant <laughs> timing. I can suppress my masculinity enough to probably rock that on Bart, mm -hmm. which is our local subway. I think it, it takes real manhood to play something like that because you're saying, "I don't care what you think about me. I'm a man." Yeah, it's yeah. not like there's a bunch of Japanese it's, single girls swooning for you on Bart. That's it just, just makes me hungry. Speak for yourself. Like, I just want to <laughs> eat pop tarts. Well, maybe they will be. <laughs> Girls like guys who are confident in their gamerness, uh, to be honest. That is absolutely not true. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> anyway. Don't listen to that. <laughs> Hide your gamerisms. No, don't do it. Be yourself. <laughs> don't listen to Sam. But, uh, yeah, I think we can all agree that it, wh whatever your stance is on retail versus digital, digital is the way to go for this. <laughs> whatever your right? stance yeah. is, you are wrong no, if you go one way. Are you reading a press release? <laughs> no, no, really. This is, this is the game to own digitally I mean, because you're going to play it like... 10 30 minutes, minutes a day, a day every day for the rest of your life. Oh, you're you're saying you want animal crossing for, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. well, for the rest of your life. For the rest of your life. Otherwise your friends will move out. You see everything in one year and then yeah. you're done. Do you want your house filled with roaches? <laughs> yeah, really, Jeremy. Roaches like to time travel. You're against time travel. We just bonded over this. We time travel all Exactly, that's how you do it. That's why we I only play in the summer. That's why Sam and I have mansions, we have all this cool furniture, and you're just stuck in a tent. But, See, this is spring right now. But I, I don't paid like off. I paid off my house yesterday in, in less than an hour. I did too. That's amazing. Well, All right, guys. Real... And then if it was my copy, I would have fast forwarded and paid off my oh next my mortgage. Guys, real quick, let's do a couple quick questions because I, I, I asked for questions. So let's do a couple quick ones. We actually addressed quite a few of them already. Um, but let's see. I mean, we actually talked a lot about Wii U, which a lot of people were asking. Um, let's see here. Jared writes in and asks, do you feel that Nintendo doesn't innovate? I mean, if you look at all their announcements, we're looking at, like, another Mario Golf, another Mario Party. Oh, this is that Animal constant Crossing. Call of Duty I think they, It is a constant argument. question. I think they have a great deal of innovation when it comes to not creating new ideas. Like, they've come up with lots of ways to recycle <laughs> the same ideas. Sure. That's a form of innovation. I mean, I, I, I just wonder, like, a lot of people challenge them, right? And they're like, you aren't innovating whenever they see a new another Mario game. But I feel like within a lot of these franchises, they do have some very, very clever ideas and very clever gameplay mechanics. I mean, you look at the, the hieroglyph Zelda thing. Yeah, we're looking at Link to the Past, and that is very familiar. The hieroglyph thing I thought was really, really clever and made me think about a top-down 2D Zelda game in a very different way. And I consider that innovation. Like, there were, I don't there were lots of really great ideas in New Super Mario Bros. U that people overlooked because they had New Super Mario Bros. fatigue after playing another New Super Mario Bros. game like three months year. before that. Well, sure. also remember, they're basically the original innovators. They came up with all these concepts right. that now everyone else is allowed to use, but they're not allowed to use without being called stale. So, I mean, I don't mind if they use those ideas and just add new things to them. I love it. It's not personal, so. It'll be okay. If somebody puts I, I would an like, I would like to their, see them on their console. I would like to see them support. put out more new ideas, new brands and concepts. We haven't really seen anything since the GameCube era. I mean, realistically, aside from, from the Wii, the Wii line, which was not really meant for us. Uh, yeah, you, you saw stuff like no, I agree. 3D Animal Pushmo. Crossing, Pikmin. Yeah, Pushmo. Yeah, Pushmo. Pushmo but that, I, I guess yeah, that's Steel intelligent systems. Jeremy. 
Yeah, I love Pushman. I think like I just I guess, want to see yeah, that. Actually, you know, I'm glad the, it's not a Mario game. The the creativity, I guess, with Nintendo and pretty much with the industry at large is coming with the smaller games, the digital games. Mm-hmm. Totally. Stuff like Dylan's Rolling Western and yeah. Pushmo. I'm yeah. surprised by how good that yeah, game was. Yeah, yeah, you're okay. So there you go. Their uh, digital people, only stuff has been pretty clever. They're, yeah, I mean, they're just like the rest of the entire games industry. They Big need to get the word out about releases their are stuff. not creative anymore. Yeah. All the creativity is in the, the Steam games, mm. the PSN games. It's tricky. Like, you know, it's a lot I, of risk totally to come true. up with those giant games. It so. is. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not put all your itself. money behind a game that you just is a total crapshoot. We yep. sort of mentioned this in the Zelda segment, but a few we got several, several questions, and I'm just going to bundle them together uh, two-part. One, did we find the Zelda demo difficult? Did we, was it difficult? And two... Uh, personal opinion on the art direction. Sam, you already said you didn't really I like the art direction. I got stuck in the Zelda. Oh, you Zelda got stuck. Thing. Yeah, because I was in that first area and I was looking at everybody play. I'm like, am I a total idiot? How do I cross this damn gap? I had no idea. Once you get the hang of and using the And then I was the, like, oh, I have arrows. Mechanic, and I was yeah. like, that didn't help. And I was like, oh, I have a hammer. And then all of a sudden I was against a wall and I happened mm. to press the button that makes you turn into the wall. Uh, I didn't know. Sure, sure, Nobody sure. was like there and was like, oh, Press this button, you can flatten to a, I, a graffiti I thing. I kind of miss that idea, you know? Like, I mean, I, I well, get kind of yeah, annoyed yeah, when the fairy yeah. is like, in press the, A now. In You're the like, actual ah. game, when you get that power, someone will be it. like, here is how oh. you do it, and you will have half a dungeon. And by the, the way, the rupee chest things are back, where every no. time I opened a rupee thing, it was... By the way, there's nothing following Link. There's nothing following Link to, like, harass him and tell him what to do. Yes! See, I got stuck. Maybe it'll be hard. I don't know. Yeah, okay. And in like visual style, Jeremy, you were plus or minus on I'm in the... favor of it. I okay. like the fact that it's gone back. Like I said, you know, a different art style denotes a different continuity within Zelda, and I think mm-hmm. that's nice. A lot of people were asking this uh, about what I knocked over at the end of our Nintendo <laughs> Nation uh, yesterday. If you didn't uh. see that, go watch it. It was actually, it's a shame you couldn't see it, it was a giant styrofoam Tanuki Goomba. Mm-hmm. No joke. Yeah, yeah. That that was that was totally like bungled because like you the so idea. Because we were like, okay, yeah. so I'll have this hidden, and at the end you'll be like. Mm. The vacuum actually like uh, made, made noise. It didn't work per se. Well, it's funny because right before then we were looking at it, and we we're like, oh, this is cool. I wonder if you can actually turn it off. And yeah. then he turned it off. It's like, oh wow. We forgot to flip the we switch back on. We forgot to turn it back on. on so yeah. at the end of the video, Whoops. where I was supposed to vacuum, it, it didn't work. And then instead, I knocked over a giant Goomba. So that's kick, what happened. And they kicked you out. Pressing questions here, folks. <laughs> and then I had to leave. Um, a, f- a few people are asking, do we think Majora's Mask still gets remade? Because they were sort of debating between Link to the Past sequel and Majora's Mask. Do, you, do, you, do you leave money on the table next. or make a remake? <laughs> is, is Majora's Mask yeah. going like, really to really do it? Is a Zelda game. Zelda game. I don't think it would be that expensive to you, remake because they have the engine. Do you want it, though? Yeah, you know, I've never had a chance to play that. Yeah. That's like the oh. one gap in my Zelda heritage. Oh, cool. I would really like to play it, and these days I only have they time to play They would have to do something to make it more portable, though, because, like... Master if you quest. run out of time, that is a long like. No, like I mean, sometimes it takes you, a long time. If you, if you are busy, you close the clamshell. Yeah, I think the clamshell would work really it well. It runs out of batteries, though. I would and like also, it that game better. that game is you know? very compact because you have this three day cycle, so mm-hmm. you can't oh, play for like really long ske- stretches. It it's yeah. work. it's very much a like a kind of a very small structure game. I think it works really well. I only had a few hours left and. I'm still like I'm 100%ing the the Master Quest Ocarina on like plane trips. That's just what I play mm. on the plane, and like I'm still like and everyone I around have you that is like, is he a terrorist? Why is he swearing so much? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm doing good, and like that's what I, I love having that Zelda just to rely on for long trips. The time just goes like that, so I want Majora now. Okay. You're really selfish. Uh, Nicholas Campbell writes, "What's the deal with airline food?" We get some weird questions on NBC here. I'll tell you what. Here's here's something about (laughs) airline food for you. If you fly to Hawaii, they give you free Mai Tais on your Hawaiian Airlines flight. There we go. Pro tip. 
everybody. So you don't even need All the right. food. Oh, okay, we're good. Yeah. I, I, I got through most of the questions. We got a lot of weird and really random ones. But, All right, uh, that's it. Send in your questions, though, uh, nvc at IGN.com. Follow us all on Twitter. Oh, I'm uh, Samuel underscore IGN on Twitter. I'm Game on Aminka on Twitter. Rich IGN, really easy. Game Spite. All right, and that's it for this week's NVC. We'll be back next week, maybe. Maybe not, maybe a few months. We'll see. And uh, <laughs> we'll see y'all, Kiblings. Bye. You're really obsessed with that mushroom. <laughs> hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.